days that I do have hair. You have a lot. You have a great head of hair. It's more positive than I can say. Harry, there's a big thing. I do. I put it on every day. I never knew that until recently. Is that right? Yeah. Thank you. One one delivery. Here's a bitch rip bound down the right field line. Do you and Arnie buy your air pieces? <laughs> All right. What is up, my friends? It's the Tuffy Roads Podcast. We're finally back here on a Wednesday. It feels a little strange. Episode 51. I am Eric O'Connell. That is the very sick John Holmberg over yeah. there. He's hanging in there, though. How's your ass feeling? Doing all right? It's better. It's full of, um, well, not water anymore. No? No. You've, you've gotten it all out of you? Solidity. Solidification? Something in there that's more solid than it was <laughs> just days ago. I know. How horrible is that? We have a whole Labor Day weekend. You're supposed to be grilling, swimming, yeah. having fun, and you were just sick the whole well, damn time. I was swimming. Time. I was swimming a lot. Where I was you? swimming in my own sweat and feces. A lot of it. I'm sure your wife vomit. loved that. She was in another room a lot. Did she also. didn't take care of you? She took very good care of me. Very, very good care of me. But uh, I would have stayed away, too. There wasn't a whole lot of cuddling. <laughs> yeah, probably the smell probably wasn't oh, very good. Oh, was atrocious. Uh, anyway, I know the uh, the Brewers can make that uh, all that crap fall out of you, too, uh, watching that game last worse night. Worse still. It was awful, wasn't it? Um, the Cubs are 5-4 and four since our last podcast. Things were looking up. Things were looking great. We were taking teams out, beat the Mets 2 of 3, beat the Braves in that one goofy game, yep. uh, beat the uh, Phillies 2 of 3, just destroyed the NL East. And then we have to go to Milwaukee and look what happens. Yeah, you talk about it. Like the Phillies and the, and the Braves are playoff contenders. These are teams you're like, you might face them again and made them look fairly pedestrian. And it was pretty easy. It was a nice way to go, look, you guys are contenders. Uh, in theory, we're the team to beat. And you went in and walked over the Phillies two out of three pretty nicely and then come home and have that uh, that Brewers, or not come home, but go to the Milwaukee and just have that just seems all kind of fade away. Like they, they were the lesser team the first two games of this so far. That, that for even the game they should have won, something happened. That bullpen got nibbly and weird and just gave it away. They gave the game away. And then last night was insane. Yeah, there, there was no hope last night. It was just no. an ass kicking. You yep. bring in Dylan Maples. He's hitting people and – and uh, the defense didn't play well. So it's just one of those games. You're going to have them. Rizzo had to go out. Uh, apparently Rizzo is going to be okay, though. So uh, he should be playing today. Luckily, it was just a bruise. Whoa, we get scared every Man, time. Man, it looked bad. Yeah. Bounced right <laughs> off the top of that thing. I'm like, uh, we have trouble. Trouble. This is something we don't need right now if any of these uh, big-time players for the Cubs get hurt because, you know, we just got Chris Bryant back, for God's sakes. Uh, we got to congratulate Cole Hamels, though. He was named NL Pitcher of the Month for August. Look at these stats, John. Amazing. 4-0. 0.69 ERA, one whip. That's uh, that's pretty good. That's amazing. He's uh, he's a Cub. He talked a bit of smack between uh, about the fans of the Brewers because I can't remember if it was in an article or what, what the deal was, but basically he said, "Hey, this isn't much of a rivalry. All our fans are in Milwaukee. Like yeah. you know, we're doing the thing here, and <laughs> right. there's Cub fans everywhere. So that's kind of endearing. I love Cole Hamels now. Make fun of Brewers fans. That's perfect. He right? jumped into the rivalry by making the rivalry a non-rivalry. It was smart. Uh, does this justify the trade at this point? If this is what you've got, even if he kind of averaged from here on out, I want him back next year. I do too. <laughs> I, I, I said the same thing. I was like, you know what? He's got to come back. But I start to twenty think million. Be damned. We can't it's expect not our money. a point sixty nine ERA to hold up. No, for anybody. 
So the expectation is now he can ride this for the rest of the year. It's not gonna. It's not gonna happen. No, but if he can still, I mean, be just be good. good. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's all it is. It's the ET theory of Cole Hamels. Be good. Be a little better than John Lester. You could be the number one. Lester's yeah. a two. Everything falls into place. Kyle Hendricks is a great three, and uh, we're fine the rest of the season yeah, going you, into the playoffs. You just have to sit and say this was a great move we didn't see coming. That's worked out so much better than most Cub fans thought. Just got to get it all together on the same page. Uh, by the way, John, I forgot to mention this. You may not have seen it on our social media. A, uh, a fan of the show, Chase, um, he mess- he sent a picture of him and Tuffy Rhodes together. Oh, that's so we had, a, we had a Tuffy sighting. Of modern-day Tuffy? Uh, modern-day Tuffy. He was a little tubby. He was a tubby Tuffy. Tubby Rhodes. <laughs> yes. Huh. But uh, he's I don't a know. Tuffy Tubby. Yeah, I don't Wasn't know. Was a show for a while? The Tuffy Tubby. <laughs> yes, it was actually. Yeah. Yeah, a bunch of uh, Tuffy Rhodes running around in different colors. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, he got a hat sign and everything, so I was kind of wondering. I was like, I wonder if he told him about the podcast. Yeah, if he knows about it, if say, hey, t- and if he knows Tuffy Rhodes enough to recognize fat Tuffy Rhodes, <laughs> I don't know if I'd recognize modern-day Tuffy Rhodes in the uniform. Well, you will now. If you see this picture, then it, it gets know. burned into your brain. So, like, that, if we do see him out, we'll, we'll Tuffy's been eating well. Yeah, he's been doing— Tuffy's okay. He's All doing right. okay. Good. And Tuffy has an open invitation to always join us here on the show. I, he's Anytime you want to come in here, Tuffy— You'll be blown away at, at the uh, the. No, you won't. Anyway, come on down, Tuffy. You'll fit in the studio. I hope. Uh, all right, uh, let's get back to the uh, the Cubbies. Uh, apparently, I don't know if you heard this or not. Uh, John Heyman wrote an article about how the MLB umps are not big fans of Joe Madden. Do you think this matters at all? It seemed to matter the last two nights. That strike zone shrunk and grew inconveniently a lot. And I'm not a guy who usually bitches about that with. You know, all the technology and stuff, you can see what's a strike, what's not. And I don't think the umps have a fair job when we at home can sit and go, he missed it, he missed it. But for a lot of the calls that were strikes all day, that's all I asked for is consistency. Well, that ball was – you couldn't get any consistency out of the inside-outside pitches in the Milwaukee last two Milwaukee games. There is kind of a th- – and, man, Joe blew up in that uh, close one. Uh, Joe was, fights for his guys. But, but then I, that was a weird one, though. When he got kicked out on Sunday, I thought – was it Monday or Sunday? Monday. Um, I don't know what day it is. On Monday night when he got kicked out of the game, it seemed like that was a deflator. That wasn't a, that didn't build this guy's up. He wasn't fighting for anything at that point. He was just pissed at the umpire. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like the team kind of went away after that. And there's times when you're like, oh, he's doing that to rally his troops. Like he, they've got, he didn't really have anybody's back in that situation. He's just kind of pissed off. And I was getting a little annoyed, too. The Philly series was a little shaky, but I noticed that it was shaky on both sides. It was moving each way. Everybody was bitching on both sides. The Brewers weren't bitching. Well, I, 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 it shouldn't matter. You look around the league, and all of these managers, they get fired up and they yeah. yell out. I mean, there weren't many managers that, that aren't going to fight. I mean, no Clint Hurdle in Pittsburgh. He, he goes nuts. Yeah. You know, you see this all around the league. I, I don't know why they're picking out Joe Madden in particular. Maybe he does it at a higher rate than the other managers. Or I don't know. Maybe he's better at it, and he gets, he gets to them. And there's a certain aspect of, like, just yelling, fuck you, blah, 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 and going on and on. And it's like, all right, I can tolerate Clint Hurdle's obscenities. He's an idiot. But when a guy comes out there and he nails you every once in a while, it's just like, you know what? I'm done with you. And, and he does get under your skin. You just don't like him. There is kind of an aspect of humanity that will be like, well, screw it. It's Joe Madden. Well, this crap shouldn't matter, especially in crunch time and then you nope. get in the playoffs. I mean, if, if an ump has a beef with a, a manager, yeah, you can't take that stuff out on, on the team. Well, and they can't do it out and out. Obviously, I really don't think that there's a thing. You know, they get rated after every week. 
Mm -hmm. So they go through the whole process. And if they're wrong all the time, they'll notice the inconsistencies against Joe Madden and somebody would get fired or moved or whatever. Now, what it may do, it may give Umps a quick trigger to toss him. Sure. Which, whatever, I guess. Maybe maybe Madden just needs to chill out a little bit here these next few weeks so we can get in the playoffs, hopefully get in the playoffs, and uh, everything will be okay. That's the key. Just win today. Yeah. That's, that's about all you need to do through September. Just concentrate on today and quit talking about the playoffs and quit worrying about anything else. Win today, win tomorrow. That'll come later. All the other stuff is is unimportant because you, you're in a hell of a race right now. This isn't about wild card or anything else. This is about survival at this point. Yeah, and, and these Brewers are making it tough. I yeah. mean, we got a big game today with uh, Quintana on the mound. Hopefully he can step up. He's been pitching better lately. Um, this is important stuff. Yeah. And uh, the Brewers are breathing down your neck. It was the Cardinals for a while. Uh, but now we got the Brewers right there, so you, you got to be really careful with them. Uh, Craig, Chris Bryant's back, and that's great. Great mm-hmm. to have him back. The timing was kind of perfect because Hayward went on the DL. We haven't talked about that. Yeah. Um, hamstring issue. Hopefully it doesn't linger. Those hamstring issues tend to linger. Forever. Though, but yeah, so hopefully it'll be all right. But it does kind of work out well because Bryant's thrown into the outfield, and uh, you could still have Bodie in there. Yep. So, you know, the team, that's the great thing about this Cubs team. They have Deep. so much depth. Yeah, I mean, we can't. I don't think we can sustain a big loss. No, like losing Chris Bryant was a big loss. No matter Huge. how you shake it, and they kept stepping up and winning. So it you got to nice give him a lot of credit to get Bryant, Rizzo, and Hayward the way he's playing. You know, and all these guys and Baez all in the lineup together. That'd be good. I mean, it is good because you can interchangeable parts. You can start throwing Bryant in places that you know Hayward missing. I'd like to see it all kind of work together. Bodie's a nice. He's been a nice stopgap. I don't necessarily want to rely on him. He'd be great coming off the bench. We now know we can trust him with the glove, but uh, I don't want him on the field when it's crunch time and say, I'm so happy this, you know, that something's wrong if David Bodie is our starter going into the late game. Yeah, I like him coming off the bench, to yeah. be honest. I think he yeah. can really pick it up coming off the bench. So uh, we'll see. I give him the occasional start. I, I don't want him in the, as an everyday starter well, right now. It just now. means the team's healthy. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. But if he's got to start every day, there's something going on. Let's check in with the other playoff races. Everything's uh, heating up right now here in September. Uh, in the AL East, Boston's still running away with it. The Yankees are eight and a half back. Uh, the Central, Indians way ahead. And they got Josh Donaldson. You believe that, That crap? was great. I didn't know how that happened, but wow. Just snuck him through waivers at yeah. the last minute there, and uh, they they snagged him. Um, I mean, he's had a calf injury all year. How do waivers work? They put him on there like 19 seconds to respond, or teams just miss it. I well, don't know how that email. That August 31st deadline, that was a deadline to get him. So you, you get him through waivers, and then it, you can trade him to any team, basically. So Man. they they claimed him, and then uh, how does he go worked through out waivers? that trade? Josh Donaldson? Yeah. Because he's still got a, a decent contract. Oh, does he? Okay. So th- that's why a lot of teams were, and he's been hurt all year. Man. So it's it's a risk for the Indians, but worth it. If, if, he comes back and can be healthy for the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a huge bat right there, and they already have a ton of bats. It's crazy. Uh, the AL West, you got uh, Houston, uh, Oakland's three and a half back, Seattle's nine back. Houston's kind of starting to pull away a little bit, yeah. so that's uh, kind of kind of fun there. Yankees and Oakland are at, in the tops of the wild card. Seattle's falling off a little bit, so I don't even know if Seattle's going to make the playoffs at this point. Ah, uh, they kind of they kind of tumbled here as the September starts. So uh, that Yankees Oakland thing is certainly interesting though, because you're looking at the the mighty giant and the, the David Goliath situation. They seem to have a history. They a do playoff history. They do this don't all they? the time. I remember the, the the year that they played in what was the, the year that Jeter broke his nose in the second row. Yeah, and the Giambi play. Yeah, there's and... been an amazing amount of of Yankees A's history, and it doesn't seem fair because it's the small market that can't pay for anybody. Versus the Yankees, you can do anything, and they're going to one game it, it looks like. 
Almost everybody him. roots for, unless you're in New York, roots for Oakland in that series. You have to. I mean, just as a human being, as an American, as a guy who, you know, is trying to make it himself, that's what you relate. You can't relate to the Yankees. They're no. As a non-Yankee fan, they're unrelatable. Are the Cubs kind of the Yankees of the NL at this point? A little bit, a little bit. Let's be honest with ourselves. There's, the Cubs and Dodgers are pretty much the teams you're like, geez, they can pay for everything. But what are, we always said that, though. I, w- I would love to be the Yankees one day. Oh, I, 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 look, I don't care. Being the win. Yankees is the goal. Yeah. But when you're not the Yankees, you root for guys like you. Mm-hmm. So you, you, everybody isn't the, there's only one. That's what makes them special, and it's unreal. And they didn't do it with like paying for tons. Of, this time, this is a Yankees team that kind of built themselves and then went out and got some stuff. And they paid for things, no doubt. But yeah, they they did a little differently. Yeah, you know, making good trades, Glaber yeah. Torres, and yeah, know, taking some yeah. Cubs prospects. This uh, this most certainly isn't the Yankees of the past, where everybody's getting thirty five million dollars across sure. the infield. Aaron Judge, yeah. you know, but Stanton, they they. They went and got guys because they could, but that made sense. That would have been an average team's move. You know, you kind of have to do it both. You have to yep. have uh, guys come up from the minors that play well, big draft picks, and yep. you have to pick the right free agents. Kind of, you know, it's the same way the Cubs are going. Yeah. Um, in the NL East, let's go to the NL. Atlanta's uh, still up. Uh, Philadelphia four back. The Nats falling way behind, seven and a half back. Um, they've actually gained a little bit of ground lately, but they're just too far at this point, I would think. Cubs are up by four on the Brewers. If we win today, then we can push them back a little bit. So uh, this game today is very important. The Cardinals are five and a half back. So the Brewers and Cardinals swapped a little is bit. Is it four or three? What's that? The, the Brewers lead. Is it four? I thought it was four. I thought last night was three. I mean, I can double check that yeah. there. Maybe I maybe I uh, screwed that You're up. You're just hoping. Well, we'll put them back four and make your stat right. Yeah. I think that's right. Maybe I'm wrong. But look, don't count on me. I haven't been able to do an ounce of math for a week. Yeah, I know you're too, you're concentrating on everything coming out of your ass. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if you can keep track of I the standings. Water game. butt. <laughs> uh, also in the uh, NL West, the Rockies are in first place. What the hell happened there? Nobody expected that. They jumped up into first. LA's a half. A, they're only a half a game back. And then the D-backs are kind of falling off a little bit. They're one and a half back. Maybe the D-backs won't make the playoffs after that, all. That division is fun, and they're they're determining fates. That's that's the best thing that's happened here is that we've got. So many fun races going. If you're a baseball fan right now, this is going to be a wild finish. Yeah, they're three back. Milwaukee's three back. Three back. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Three, and then the Cardinals are four and a half. Oop. I didn't update my, uh, That's my right, numbers but there. Two, two That's is even not scarier, good. Yeah. isn't it? No, they're right on our heels, man. Son of a bitch. All right. Um, and then uh, Milwaukee and St. Louis are in the lead for the wild card. LA's back. Arizona's a couple back. So, you know. I don't like the thought of uh, Milwaukee and St. Louis both being in the playoffs, but if they play each other in the wild card, then they can just Well, they still not. play each other first. There's yes. a series or two maybe left with the two of them, and then we've got St. Louis again and Milwaukee again. So we get to we get to sort it out. I mean, if the, you know, king of the ring, this best man standing is going to end up in this thing, and if you're not playing well in September, you don't deserve it. So yeah. you got to beat teams in your division. Exactly. Milwaukee and St. Louis are standing right there waiting, so hopefully the Cubbies can, can pounce when they can, but. It doesn't. It's not. It's not going to be an easy run. Some news and notes. The Cubs called up Jaime Garcia. John. Jaime, we got Jaime Garcia, that former Cardinal prick. Uh, Drew Smiley also is getting close. About time. He threw a batting practice yesterday and looked good. Hit 88, 89 with a fastball, which is a little low, but he's uh, he's working his way up to it. Uh, good snap on the breaking ball. So um, I think he's going to be back here relatively soon in the next week or two. Uh, the Blue Jays and White Sox announced that Eloy Jimenez and Vlad Guerrero Jr. will not be called up, which is a problem, I think, that needs to be resolved. I mean, this is just getting stupid. It's it's taking away from fans, you know, introducing young players. I remember when Andrew Jones came up 
for the Yankees was like 19. He hit home runs in the playoffs. And they're like, man, he came up in September call-ups basically or late August. And he was just a killer. And it was like, man, if we didn't introduce this kid to the world, this wouldn't have been the, you know, the his foot out was amazing. It was unbelievable. And it, would gotta, be a, it would be interesting to see, like, what would they do if, if either of these teams were in the playoff hunt, like the Blue Jays or the, or the uh, White Sox. Yeah. Like, would you make that move? Because the Cubs didn't have to worry about it with Chris Bryant because no. they sucked. They were so, horrible. So it was, you know, yeah, we'll leave them down. But and, still, you, I mean, for your fan base, it's like, look, the future's bright. Come Get butts in seats. Uh, the, Major League Baseball's bitching all the time. Nobody's going to games, teams that lose. And get Vlad Guerrero Jr. up there and say, watch this, though. Because both these guys probably would have been, if they, it wasn't this this time issue, they would have been brought up in the middle of the season. Absolutely. Chicago would have been all over Eloy Jimenez this year. Yeah. I mean, he's playing out of his head, and he's he's a bright, shining star. If the Cubs brought Brian up early, they'd have been like, we want to see him. We, we all want to see the guy that everybody's talking about. Baseball fans will go to those games. If you're, you know, 60 games out of first place, you don't care. It's not, you know, it's not something the fans are going to get excited about. You got teams that, you know, there's a future there. The whole point of we're rebuilding is to show what you're doing. I hate that that whole, you know. Yeah, because both of them are obviously ready. I mean, they're just killing it in the minors and AAA. And yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's ridiculous, and I, I'm sure something's going to get worked out. I know Eloy Jimenez's agent has been uh, bitching, and they're going to, you know, do the same thing Bryant did. Yep. Bryant's agent had a lawsuit and all that. So I have to set out some of the first and next year too. No, um, well, it depends. I, I don't know what the time issue is. Because yeah, yeah. remember, Brian had to sit out like two weeks. Yeah. And then they it's like they 14 games or yeah, something. Yeah, I think it is stupid, the same yeah. situation, yep. though, because there's only so many games where it doesn't count for as a whole year. Right. And so that's why they had to sit out like two it weeks. It is dumb. They'll come up with some sort of you can tag a guy or one player per year that doesn't count for the full thing. And it's, it's just unfair to the fans. It's dumb to teams. Too many accountants, not enough baseball players. Here's something out of left field you may not have noticed. Ryan Howard, John, announced his retirement. Who? Ryan Howard. I thought he was— Oh, he uh, retired years ago. That's uh, what you would have yeah. thought, right? He I have his baseball card from when I was a kid. <laughs> he hasn't played in the majors since 2016. Now, uh, my question is, do you think Ryan Howard is a Hall of Famer? Man. I don't know. That's a tough one, actually. He went through a stretch where I'd say yes and a stretch where I'd say it destroyed it. Yeah. For for about six years there, he, he was, was unstoppable. the best player in baseball. Yeah. He won the Rookie of the Year in 2005, MVP in 2006, has 382 career homers, a really low average, only 258, uh, 343 on base percentage. And I was reading a Fox Sports article all about it. You can check it out on their website. But uh, he's one of 20 players to have won both awards and one of only five to do so in a two-year span, along with Cal Ripken and uh, Suzuki. Um, he finished in the top 10 of MVP voting for the next five years after that. And you know he's a great player, and he in his prime years it was like a six year span where in his prime where he was just unbelievable. But yeah, you're right. Like the end of his career, awful. Might have made it worse. Yeah, a lot of those guys hang around to get stats, get numbers, and pull stuff out. Like he's trying to get to 400 home runs. But when you're hitting the, only like 220, 230, can't hit lefties hit? anymore. Yeah. I mean, when you're a detriment to the team, can you be a Hall of Fame? I mean, for a long stretch of time. Right. I mean, Dave, Let's Dave, be honest. They held on to him because of the contract, basically, yeah. for probably longer than they would have. Dave Winfield, I, I remember watching, like, thinking, man, this guy was once amazing. And then he just bounced from team to team. And I remember the Indians. Was it the Indians in 97 or something like that? He was on the roster. Didn't make the playoff roster because he was a detriment to the team. They couldn't put him on the roster. He, just, he sat. It's like, that's not the way this needs to end. But you realize he's just chasing a number. Eddie Murray did it, chasing a number. There's been a lot of guys in history that have kind of been there like the last couple of years to get to that magical automatic Hall of Fame thing. 
It reminds me of the terrible movie Bernie Mac did, Mr. 3000, where he needed three hits to get to 3,000 hits, and he'd be a Hall of Famer, and he was just a disaster. He was, it, why would you do that? And I think Ryan Howard hung around, and actually it decreased his value for the Hall of Fame. I think he's a bubble player. I'd say no. Yeah, I'm not sure. I know Chase Utley's getting in. I mean, there are some players from that Phillies team. Yeah. Uh, that will get in, but uh, I mean, maybe, his, maybe even Cole Hamels. But his glove was amazing. He he was great, like a great player. If he just stopped on time, there's a good chance his average probably around closer to like 265, 270. Fastest player ever to hit a hundred home runs. That's yeah. I didn't know that. That's crazy. And he had the most home runs in the National League from 2006 to 2016, 358. Even like Mark Grace with the most hits in the 90s and stuff like that. You start looking around, it's like, yeah, is this guy a Hall of Famer? No. You kind of have you to look wonder. at it. You look at his stat. The problem is like first base. I mean, there's so many great right. first basemen. But uh, still, is he or isn't he? Is you know, the, the, I know there's a lot of stuff to sit and say. Compare him to the other players that played that position. But there's a certain time when you just compare him to the entire scope of the time he played. Gracie had more hits than anybody else. Sure. If so he had any power, if he had all. better power, yeah. he would. But have he wasn't a power guy. That's not what you needed, you know. But it, yeah, there, he was you, a doubles guy. They lean on too much of that. But he was a he's a quality hitter. He was productive. I don't know. I don't think Ryan Howard gets in. All right, let's do uh, Fuck the Cardinals. Oh, boy. Fuck you. Fuck, fuck. Fuck. Fuck you. Fuck. 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 The Cardinals! All right, those Cardinals are still a pain in the ass. Oh, yeah, and fuck the Brewers, too. We're playing them today. Yeah. Uh, seven and three in their last ten. They d- they won't go away. Um, They're just, I don't know what the hell's going on. The Brewers are, are right there behind us. Got to win today. And then if if you look at the schedule, you're right, John. Like, so the Cubs go to Washington for four, and then Milwaukee is back in Wrigley for yep. three games. Yeah. So there's, like, all these games with the the uh, the Brewers and Cardinals coming up. I have to double-check the schedule and see if the Cardinals are coming back to town or not. But, man, it's just – it's. do you like all these September games, uh, like, against your division? Yes, uh, because the way, the way that this uh, whole thing lines up is – I mean, I don't know because uh, – I'll say no for personal reasons because I don't want the Cubs to have to deal with this. I want them to run away with it. And I want it to be easy. But um, I do like it because it's more interesting to the end. Of, yeah, we end the season. End the season against the Cardinals. Cardinals, yeah. I mean, the Pittsburgh games don't really matter as much anymore. Nope. You know, you got the Well, White they Sox. will. I mean, you got to win because you're going to have a team two games back the entire time. Somebody's going to be right on your heels the entire time. So you got three more of Milwaukee, three more of St. Louis. And in the middle, you're playing an Arizona team. That's up vying for a spot, very competitive. Washington, right. who's good. I mean, their pitching staff can knock you out anytime you want. Um, Got to beat those Reds. That's been a bugaboo all year. The Sox are coming to town. They love to, to beat the Cubs down. So you got a lot of people coming to town that just want to get you out. And uh, it's, you just got to win the games that are in front of you. I mean, I, I kind of do like the idea of playing playoff baseball all through September. Get you ready for the other stuff. So... It's just tough. It's a tough stretch, and the Cubs had every opportunity all year long to make this division theirs a little more, and they just never pulled away. And give credit to the Brewers and the stupid Cardinals for that because they're right there. Oh, I hate this. Who are you more afraid? It's got to be the Brewers, right? Are you more afraid of the Brewers? I'm or? always more afraid of the Cardinals because they have magic. Do you hear Adam Wainwright's coming back? Is he again? Shut up, yeah. <laughs> He's finally off the deal. He's going to start uh, when, like a few days, I think the 10th. They got people just coming out of nowhere. I like know. Guy, they just and Adam Wainwright in the uh, minors, so he's been uh, doing rehab games and stuff. I think he's pitch, pitched in like four games or something, like 23 strikeouts, no earned run average. Zero. Zero. No, oh, oh, great. He's on fire. <laughs> yeah, it's, But the guy had like a five ERA last yeah, year, and, they, and he's 100 years old. They are 
unbelievable at pulling guys out of the fire or just picking up kids and throwing them out there for their first couple of years, and, and they, they perform. I, they, I will lose my shit if fucking Wainwright <laughs> comes back and is just dominating. You know what, though? We've got the Drew Smiley thing. and we'll, you know, Yeah, Doug, but he's going to be in the pen. That's what I'm saying. Wainwright I mean, should be in the pen. You gotta he's coming hope, back as a starter. you got to hope somebody pops up and does the Wainwright for us. That's it. I, Maybe, they, I don't know. Maybe Smiley can. I mean, obviously Montgomery seems to be running yeah. out of gas. The Cardinals just do it all the time. So I'm always more afraid of the Cardinals. The Brewers are scary, but I'm always more afraid the Cardinals will pull it off. They have they have that history. If history's telling me anything, the Cardinals are the team that kind of winks, nods, and nudges you right out of the way. And that's I just feel like they're there. They've been there the whole time. I've always had my eye on them like, God, they're just not going away. And there they sit. All right, well, it's going to be fun. I mean, got to take out these teams. Or miserable, Eric. It's going to be either fun or the worst fucking waste of six months of our lives. Seeing Ryan Braun happy like yesterday just made me so You know what will be the worst thing, though? There's a possibility third place pops up in this match. Shut up, John. I know. It's right there. The Cubs have to. Not going to happen. They have to fight it. I don't want it to happen. I don't believe it's going to happen. I think so, too. Javi Baez, MVP. Look at Javi Baez. He's 30 home runs. Agreed. Come on. Chris Bryant's back. I'm with you. I want that to be the case. I'm just saying, if you don't put your shit together and beat these teams when you should, there they sit for your mistake to happen, for Rizzo to get a bruise on his foot and not be able to play for four games. And the next thing you know, you're in a battle with teams that believe and one has this magic stick up its ass. Well, let's root for Quintana to step up today, pitch a good game. Let's do it. He's been doing all right. The staff's been great. Yeah. No, you got to give the starters credit. Hendricks has stepped up, Quintana – uh, Hamels has been great yeah. since we got him in Leicester. Have best all the staff's up. been consistently all year. Yeah, they just got to keep it going for a few more weeks, yep. get in the playoffs. That's four really good starters. Montgomery, get his ass back in the pen for the playoffs, and then everything will be fine from there, hopefully. So all right. uh, thanks for joining us here on this abbreviated uh, Tuffy Roads podcast. we got to get John home. I've got water butt. Yeah, he's got water butt, so he's got to get rid of that. you got to drop some brewers in the toilet. Oh, yeah. Uh, don't forget about our sponsors. Go to the Brass Tap. Watch all the Cubs games over at the Brass Tap in uh, Mesa Riverview and downtown Gilbert. You can find us on iTunes and SoundCloud. We'll have a new episode every Monday throughout the season, so check with us uh, this Monday. It's coming up right away, actually, and we'll review these uh, – these next few games. So you guys have a great one. We'll talk to you Monday on the Tuffy Roads podcast. Go Cubs. And there's a drive. Way back. Oh my goodness, Rhodes. Can you believe it? He has hit three home runs. And there's a curtain call.